Oh, well, we're going to start with a bit of a frothy, a bit of a frothy kind of chatty Richard and Judy style beginning, actually. Oh, lovely. Let me just cross my legs <laughs> and uh, tell you to chillax. Holy shit, you did that well. Yeah. Okay. I am going to chillax. Thank you for reminding me to do that. Hi, I'm Richard Maidley. <laughs> What's he wearing a hoodie for? Oh. oh, what a legend. His foppish fringe is hanging out of it. Oh, he's such a fop and a fringe. So the other day I was listening to um I was listening to a podcast that wasn't ours for once uh, and uh, oh okay I know it was weird it was hard start. for me to do but I need to see other podcasts <laughs> um but they had these things in them and I think we should get these actually that were like promotional audio clips for other things like content and things you can buy um oh ads yeah yeah ad 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 advertisements yes yeah. Advertorments. Yes, and I think we should get those because they seem really good. But the advert went, good people can be bad partners. Lockdown has been difficult for many couples. Mm. But in his hopeful new book, This Is How Your Marriage Ends, so-and-so breaks down the sort of main... And it's like, oh, it doesn't sound very hopeful. No. No, (laughs) It it seems like the the advertiser was like, we really don't want to emphasize that this is like a clickbaity kind of... A hundred things your marriage is doing wrong right now, kind of thing. We want to yeah. make it seem like a really spiritual and uplifting. And I just had images of um, it can be very difficult to break food habits. Self-image is very important to all of us. In my new book, Get It Together, You Big Fat Fuck, I will be <laughs> tenderly laying down all the habits that you need. <laughs> With Dvorak in the background. Um... Yeah, because that kind of sounded like a, <laughs> either a, like a Samaritans or a domestic abuse hotline. Um, yeah, exactly. Thing. I was like, I was getting ready to donate money. You've got your phone out. I'm ready. Just give me the number. Just give me the number. Um, <laughs> From BuzzFeed Publishers. <laughs> there's an advert here that plays uh, during the footy. And uh, just just whilst the oh, game's yeah. on, it's really distracting. And um, <laughs> it, it's it's um, loads of footy, loads of footy players with sort of indigenous uh, heritage. And mm. um, the the thing comes on when when keyboard warriors insult you from behind their screens, and you know, and, and, and about like how you know these people who have had to enjoy horrible racist taunts for years and years, yeah. and um, yeah, yeah, no yeah. one ever seems to do anything great to stamp it out. Mm. And, and it, yeah. it's like, and you must, you know, uh, something, 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 stand up for what you believe in and always smile. Colgate. It's like, fuck oh my off. God. Fuck <laughs> off, you hacks, you fucking soulless scum. I know. <laughs> you pieces of shit. Don't. I don't know. T- it, there's two things there because one, yes, I agree. Fuck you for sort of jumping onto this bandwagon and exploiting genuine feelings. Yeah. But then I always, part of me does always think. They're going to lose the racist pounds, though. And I kind of admire <laughs> them for doing that. That's because true. I don't know how much money there is out there in the racist economy. What? On toothpaste? Yeah, exactly. Do racists need toothpaste? Well, they don't want their... I want to well, keep everything white. Yeah. yeah, they want their teeth looking as white as possible. Welcome to One Good Thing, the podcast that was raised as slaves and trained as historians. Why? (laughs) I'm Paul Paul. I'm a giant in a black helmet. Or (laughs) 
a giant in a brass helmet. Oh, you're both this yeah. time, and you've you've been trained to fight yourself. <laughs> in many ways, our society has trained trained government to fight against himself. That that yeah, that explains the last twenty eight years. <laughs> Going very well. Fr- <laughs> the fresh faced twenty eight year old man. Or are you implying that for the first, however, like five years of your life, you were just the most blissfully self actualized human being on this planet? Actually, you were. I've seen the pictures. Yeah. That full and then there's two, there's two more years to account for Scene missing <laughs> oh, And <shit>. then <laughs> Ding ding <laughs> Ding ding here we are And speaking of ding ding <laughs> We've slipped the surly bonds of recommendations months So surly they were yeah. And shall now dance the skies on laughter silvered wings It's the history hole And the history hole And what else is down here? Muscles Muscles Slippery oiled muscles mm. In the Barbarians. 1987 Barbarians. (laughs) I don't like this. In a world of savage splendor, a tyrant of darkness ravaged the land and captured two defenseless children, raised as slaves, trained as gladiators. They were rogues. Look at the size of you two. Adventurers. Heroes. They were the barbarians. Legendary gory horror director Ruggio Diodato yes. of Cannibal Holocaust fame. Oh, good. Uh, directs this canon movie. Yay. Uh-huh. Produced by the men themselves, the yes. myths themselves, Menahem Golem and Euron Globus mm. themselves. <sighs> themselves, themselves. Uh. I... <laughs> Sat up immediately upon seeing his name <laughs> emblazoned in yeah. credits. I went, oh, bo- oh my god, these legendary guys. And in spite of their extensive filmography of crappy B movies, are only two men after Ma- Masters of the Universe. One day, <laughs> one day we shall cover Death Wish 3. Oh, they did produce <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, so that figures, oh. honestly. Yeah, but having had a, a fairly positive experience from Texas Chainsaw Massacre That's 2, true. not willing to indict them for this. Certainly, in light of what came after. Mm. Oh. Well, with that, with that tainted in our brains. <laughs> this is an American-Italian production. Emphasis on the Italian. Emphasis on 1987. Emphasis on <laughs> canon. Uh, starring yeah. identical twin bodybuilders David and Peter Paul. Known yeah. apparently yes. now as the Barbarian Brothers. After the film, which is called the Barbarian Brothers. And were credited as yes, such he... various things. That that's how they were credited at the beginning of my copy of this film. So, yeah, I think me too, actually. <laughs> so during the production, they acquired this nickname. Yeah. And after this movie, they appeared in a trio of action comedies: Think Big, Double Trouble, t- and Twin Sitters, which also featured a soundtrack by the brothers, including an excellent rap song. What you looking at? I was I was hoping it was going to be rap, Paul. <laughs> as you as you were saying this, I thought the only thing that's going to make me happy is rap, and uh, didn't disappoint. <laughs> Would you care to share the experience of what you're looking at by the Barbarian Brothers? Uh, yeah, I absolutely would. Is it is it W A W H A T C H A? Yeah, it's like just make it one word. It's uh, the the correct video is the one. That's a picture of a monster truck. Are you sure that's not David or Peter Paul? What you looking at? Oh. Timeless. <laughs> Stepped into the club and a kid gave a shrug Looked over to my brother, to the kid, yo, what up? My name is Mr. Big on Too Big Hood You have something to say? Oh, you don't? Good Cause if they <laughs> did, we can talk it over 
I mean, Hey, look. They, what you looking at? They have risen to. What am I looking at? What am I looking at? Everyone, I, I, I will say, rose to the occasion. Uh, yeah. Good flow, and it's definitely yeah. definitely got the voice for it. It, it doesn't sound like yeah. you know. It's it's not so step on down to Noah's arcade. It's it's yeah. It could yeah. could be mistaken for just any shit rap song from the from the eighties. Well, exactly. It was surprisingly competent, which I think is the byword for today. <laughs> yeah. What was the lyric there? You got something to say? say no, no good. good. <laughs> <laughs> what you yeah. looking at? <laughs> what you looking Said in the at? same way of like Brad Pitt's, you know, wasn't the box. The box, yeah. What you looking <laughs> at? Morgan Freeman <laughs> in the background. Don't do it. <laughs> um. Sometimes that's better. That's the best I could do coming at Morgan Freeman's voice. Ah, <laughs> oh, I tell you what, the Dread Central, oh. great name, yep. interviewed David Paul, and he had this to say on the Barbarians. Okay. When we got the screenplay, it was so bad. We thought that the only way to make it work was to make fun of it. They spoke Italian. They didn't even know what we were doing. They're implying they improvised most of their dialogue, which oh. honestly, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, and my, my respect for yeah. these two gentlemen is um, ever-increasing. It's just <laughs> skyrocketing. Burgeoning like a spring flower pool. <laughs> it's, the, it's what's happening in your heart right now for the Paul brothers. Yeah. It's Which fair. is what we should call ourselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Paul Aryan brothers. Oh, God. Yo, yo, when... yo, this is OGT <laughs> with the Paul bros. <laughs> you got something to say? I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Let's take a seat and you can explain your grievances. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> mm, mm, go on. That's a prompt. <laughs> when asked about working, <laughs> when we're asked about working in Italy on the film, mm. he said, "Yeah, it was fun, but I got hurt the first week of filming. There was a tree Aww. that had fallen down. It was the first scene of the movie we shot. I told my brother, I'm going to jump over that tree. He said, just play it straight. I said, no, no. I go to jump over the tree, and I went flying. Oh, my God, I hurt my ass. I had a big bruise on my ass. You can see it in the scene where I'm pulling the horse. I screwed up my knee. I was limping through the whole movie. That's why the bandage is on my knee. Ruggiero just kept, Ruggiero just kept saying, you ruined my movie. I couldn't cross my legs the entire time. <laughs> But it was a blast riding horses. <laughs> Italy is amazing. <laughs> oh my god! Was there no punctuation in that? <laughs> there was. I ignored it. Okay, cool. It, it I, felt I think counterintuitive. The, the 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 punctuation, like if if they'd have started that whole uh, that whole answer with uh, parenthesis sick, you could have sued them. <laughs> oh Christ! <clears throat> well, what what a couple of guys. Critics, oh, uh, I'll tell you who's not a couple of guys, though. So that's the yeah. film critics. They remained, two. yeah, they remained rebellious and unbroken and slated the film. Michael Wilmington oh. at the LA Times said, Ah, glah, fog, war, war. <laughs> These are among the most memorable lines in The Barbarians. <laughs> Beg to differ, sir. He went to go on to pra uh, praise the film's look, saying that never has a film looked so good but sounded so dumb. People have said oh. that about me and don't believe it. <laughs> I sound that, as good as I look, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but you won't you won't be able to remember because 
one of one of those things usually gets you before memory can set in. Yeah. Wait, what what am I doing? <laughs> that's that's my uh, technique is bamboozlement over one of the sentences. It it works, listeners. Do you know it I, works. I've, I've been here near twenty eight years and <laughs> I yeah. I've loved every second, I think. <laughs> Since you were a small abyss just after you were the most blessed child who ever lived. And uh that's how I found you. <laughs> And look at you now. Broken, look how many Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies you've seen. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just the, the reek of podcasts. <laughs> Shaving oh, no. in a bathtub and then <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here Shaved wobbling so the DVD times. cassette. The DVD cassette. I don't know. Anyway, public. <laughs> public. Meanwhile, we're no less likely to stop fighting their twin brothers. What is this? What even is this? I don't what know. even is any of this? Industrious Angel at IMDb said this Canon production oh. is not. And then bullet points: original, suspenseful, intelligent, okay. required viewing. Get a lead with that one, and then it saved us all some time. Yeah. Come with senior experience in a marketing or uh, <laughs> or salesman position. Knowledge of the Paul brothers desirable. <laughs> Knowledge that they are desirable will help you in this position. Desirable, but not essential, but desirable and therefore essential. <laughs> we will eliminate you based on this, but, you know, not essential. Now, with all this talk of large twin brothers, I imagine the OG team are recalling our recent coverage of Twin Dragon Encounter starring the equally buff uh, McNamara brothers. Oh, so... that's, I mean, that's... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, at least that's, that's buff. Surely. I mean, come on. You remember, <laughs> you remember those mustaches. I can't remember much else, but I'm sure it was based around a beefy frame. There was there, there was a bit there was a beefy frame. I would say non-steroidal. <laughs> yeah, the Matnamaras are what you can achieve naturally in the in the Canadian yeah. wilderness um, by by doing special kicks. Yeah, by doing all the special kicks on a jeep you own. <laughs> Um, so you can imagine my elation when I see that Twin Dragon Encounter features a punk leader played by David Paul. Really? But it is not the David Paul. (laughs) Merely another David Uh, Paul. And Twin Dragon Encounter is that David Paul's only credit. Still a weird coincidence, though. Uh. Two pricks named David Paul out there, both involved... (laughs) In two, pricks. Crazy, two pricks named David Paul, both involved in weird projects involving twin warriors. Yeah, that is a coincidence. It's almost like they were hired by the Twin Dragon Encounter boys oh my to God. prove a point. <laughs> you see, we can beat up anyone. David Paul. This David Paul. Any David Paul. Probably. What do you mean by this? A David Paul is what I said. No more questions. I'm out of here. Press conference over. <laughs> he leaves the Denny's. He's in his shed. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to his wife. He walks out, the, walks out the shed, goes up to his twin brother and goes, okay, it's your turn now. He goes, yes. And he puts on his, uh, puts on his microphone hat. <laughs> There's just a hat with just like rigging attached to it that puts microphones yeah. <laughs> on his head. I will take any questions. And the cat looks at him. <laughs> uh, the film has 4.9 on IMDb and the Pauls were nominated for Worst New Stars at the Golden Raspberries, but lost to some guy called David Mendelhall who played Sylvester mm. Stallone's kid in that arm wrestling movie, Over the Top, which was also made by oh. Canon and was directed by Menahem Golem himself. Oh, so yay. it was a very good year for film. So that's that's another one that we get to add to the history hole. Chuck it down there. We'll find it later. Yeah. <laughs> so, Paul, you braying idiot. <gasps> <laughs> Uncanny. Suppose you mm. tell me what you're doing with my face. Oh, boy. Well, if I tell you that, then we have to start at the beginning, <laughs> Paul. Or alternatively, I could ask you, what you looking at? Oh, God, this this wonderful film with <laughs> o- with opening music that, 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 that stirred up 
dreams, poor memories, yes. memory, memory dreams of oh, God. Miami Vice plus <laughs> insert something. <laughs> The lands of whimsical times gone. As I admire the fact that even the Prime version looks like a shitty VHS copy. <laughs> yeah. God bless it. It's wonderful. It's really good. It's perfectly atmospheric. So, yes, there was once a king mm. who traded a mountain of gold for a ruby that would allow his people to become the carnies of this world. It's a pretty good, pretty good deal. Who needs money when I can dance in the streets for loose piss? <laughs> <laughs> when I can be free in the mud with a life expectancy of 20. <laughs> yes. So long, palace. But, ah. oh no, though. Michael David Bowie Douglas is going yes. to take <laughs> all of this from them. <laughs> and hope to finally one day become Malcolm Tucker. I also got David Bowie. But he, he, he does have real Peter Capaldi vibes at times. They're actually, now that you angry. say that, yes. I can, I can like retrospectively see a lot of Capaldi in that situation. It's the mad And he wants tea. the gem because he wants his people to become a fucking carnival. <laughs> no, Mads, forever. I'm sick of the nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> I won't need this. And he takes off his tie, which is a badger. <laughs> uh, but anyway, she, uh, uh, the princess who uh, guards the gem turns to her most faithful servant and says, here, you know what to do with this. Hide it up my butt? Yes. <laughs> and then take your butt far, far away from here, back to our sacred holy holy place. <laughs> does it really, if I'm doing that, does it really need to be up my butt? Yes. <laughs> prophecy. The prophecy says so. Do you know nothing of fantasy, sir? <laughs> do you want to get cancelled? Ruby thoroughly up his butt. He runs yeah. off in order to hide the thing. But the princess gets captured by evil MD, uh, MDBD, as I'm calling him. <laughs> MDBD PC. C. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> MDBDC. PMDBDC. PMDBDC. <laughs> yes, okay. PMDBDC is his name. <laughs> Excellent. So PMD, PMDBDC. Um, oh, it's actually quite catchy. He, um, he confronts the princess. He says, stand aside. My people are jugglers. Stand aside. My people are jugglers. And she goes on to say, you know, say basically don't attack us. We're just jugglers. But it really sounds like she's like, so what? Look, he's got he's got a ball in one hand and nothing in the other. What? <laughs> Fuck. Fushigi. Fushigi, man. Ready? Run away. Ready? Back up. <laughs> he's a contact juggler. Don't touch him. My men have been training in the art of fire poi for weeks now. <laughs> so PMDBDC um, yeah. laughs a bit and then waves his sword around and then kills some folk. Oh, Doesn't no. work though. Princess Sybil Downing is hangs tough. <laughs> well, I'll kill your orphans then. Oh fuck! I was hoping you wouldn't think of that. Damn, that's my one weakness. Alright, fine. I'll do. I'll do whatever you want. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. And and so, the, the bloody twins are taken away. And yeah. Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> they are, because yes, PM to BDC um, takes them back to their um, orgy castle. And I start getting worrying flashbacks. Yeah. But I will, at this stage, reserve judgment until I see our hero's uh, position on this whole consent business. Because mm -hmm. the bad guys are definitely seeing it as optional at best. Yeah. Which, which is, <laughs> you know, it's just so classic villain good, territory, I would, I would say. Exactly. We're doing okay. Let's find out. Let's see how we go. So far, so good. Oh no, Michael Michael Berryman from The Hills of Eyes is here, and he plays yeah. 
Dirt Master. Dirt Master, yeah, yeah, which sounds great in an American accent, doesn't it? <laughs> Inclusive. <laughs> PMDBDC has a sorcerer confusingly named China. I wrote confusingly named. That was before PMDBDC. <laughs> No, PMDBDC seems completely natural to me. China is the, <laughs> is the confusing one, and that gives you an insight, yeah. dear listener, into our major malfunction. No music, no colors, nothing. This is China's doing. Son of the horses! I want China! Oh no, China is here! <laughs> Shit. But China is all about that carny jam. And um, oh God. I read that in Australia, carnies are called showies. Probably. Um, oh, yeah. it honestly it hasn't come up because whenever we drive past the fun <laughs> fair, we just sort of yeah. hit the accelerator and think of all the places. <laughs> think of all the places we'd love to go that are now deserted. <laughs> because the carnival. Because the whole it. town goes to the carnival. <laughs> um, oh so Christ! Showy does sound a bit like um, something that's going to get you a uh, uh, public indecency <laughs> prosecution, doesn't it? <laughs> Had a bit of a showy. And, <laughs> Went uh, down to the MCJ. Yeah, a little sorry. <laughs> and just because there were 17 children there. That wasn't Australian at all. Was it? What are those kids doing there at that at that um, <laughs> playground anyway? It's entrapment. So, and then I got arrested yeah, the for sorcerer... badly impersonating an Australian. <laughs> I can't believe that's ag- against the law out there, but I respect it. Anyway, China <laughs> says to uh, Princess Danning, don't worry, the gem shall soon be ours. No, that's exactly what I'm worried about. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you should be worried then. <laughs> no, I, I meant it in an evil way. I don't think you did. I think you you thought that I was worrying about that. You said that very yeah. flatly. <laughs> you said that Michael. No, flatly. it was it was irony. I don't even know who Michael Flatley is. In this fantasy work. world. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm so engaged. Yeah, this is great. Imagine a world without Michael Flatley. <laughs> anyway, the two little orphan boys they um they get separated and whipped mm. a bunch until they've grown into ridiculously large men. Oh. How many years? Four. <laughs> Couple of weeks. <laughs> Couple of weeks. <laughs> I, <laughs> Fuck, it's hard down that pit. And they've somehow managed to get that big just through hard work and a 12,000 calorie a day slave diet. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and w- working out seven days a week with uh, daily steroid injections. <laughs> oh. It's all part of pit life. <laughs> Meanwhile, the exact same at? age. <laughs> what you looking at? Meanwhile, the exact same age Princess Downing is now married to PMWDC. <laughs> Yeah, shit. Yeah, still haven't found she that gem well. though, have you, you fucking idiot? No. Yeah. Well, haven't look, a, you haven't done anal once. You gotta yeah. be patient in a marriage. <laughs> oh, Jesus, is that what this is an analogy for? Tolkien, you know, <laughs> saying I've I've long been weary of allegory for as long as I've been old and tired enough to detect it, but that book is about anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Sir. Get it away. <laughs> Actually, the, 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 I'll, I'll the, give it a read. Yeah, go on. Actually, give, give it. Give, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it, <laughs> I go on. Says Tolkien. Falls down a cliff. Oh no, that's how we lost Tolkien. Uh, but we <laughs> we still have we still have China though, who suggests getting we'll the orphans. We'll always have China. We'll always have China, it seems. And they suggest getting the orphan twins to fight each other. Will that mm. will that help us get the gem? I mean, couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. They're pretty buff. I kind of want to see it. <laughs> Freaks. Let's get to fight each other. It'd be funny. All right, China. <laughs> Do you know how long it's been since the men had a good bet? Bet on a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's so predictable around here in the slave pits. Twenty to one, he says, walking away. Twenty to one. Twenty to one for what? Twenty to one. <laughs> Three for a pound. But oh shit, <laughs> they realise that their twins have stopped fighting. Oh. Oh no. Classic eventually. Them. Yeah, yeah, eventually. <laughs> That's it. Take a good look, you lump of hard piss. I'm looking. Yeah. 
Then suppose you tell me what you're doing with my face! Gar! You bloody idiot! It's me! Kuchek, your brother! It's time to save the princess, so they ride away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they encounter American woman! Come on! Let me out of here! If the Ragnicks locked you up in there, then there must be a good reason. Just a little misunderstanding. Who is uh, in a cage. <laughs> Should we free her? Oh, yeah. In exchange for some... In ex- <laughs> yeah. Eva LaRue, and a great name. Um, mm. Should we free her in exchange for some sex she's insinuating? Nah. There's an old ruin yeah. to poke around down here. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. We've got each other. That's all yeah. we need. Oh, they actually just want their childhoods back. That's actually pretty sad. Oh. Yeah. But they look yeah. happy enough. Yeah, they're happy enough. American woman is uh, rattling <laughs> her cage a bit. Not too much, though, because yeah. it's going to break if you keep on like that. Careful, love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me out of here. Oh, that- shit, shit. Let me out of here. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, yeah, don't ruin the movie again. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, and, and and then the, the powerful Carney tribe show up. Yeah, and, they do. Um, They're also looking quite youthful, considering. Ev- everyone's doing all right. Turns out everyone's that not having okay. the ruby isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's less stressful. Um, and stress is actually a big deal. Especially here in Fantasyland. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah. that that whole that whole encampment was uh, right next to a to the M1 Fantasy M1, and <laughs> just being exposed to just cars and fumes all day long. It does does wonders. It doesn't really help their perceptive abilities though, because they immediately go to hang them, um, despite yeah. them naming somebody from their tr- um, from their well, group yeah. of people who died many many years uh, ago. Yeah, Fankara, she knows us. She left years ago. Yeah, but <laughs> how do they she how left- do they how do they know about Kara? No, but Kara left years years ago. Yeah. No, but how do how do they how do they know about her? <laughs> no, but no, she's no, not but... here. No, yeah, okay, no, no, she, yeah, she... but she's not here. You see, yeah, yeah, but they they know they know her name, though. darling, darling. I'm, am I not? Am I or am I not king of the carnies? Listen to me <laughs> very carefully. That... I don't remember how that happened. <laughs> so how would they how would they know who Kara was? No, but that's yeah, but that's exact. That's exact. Wait, isn't there a mark that immediately and easily indicates yeah. whether or not someone is a part of our tribe or not? Oh yeah, let's check that. Run this Kara conundrum. Just can't get my head around it. <laughs> it's ridiculous, really. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll hang we'll hang them and then check for the mark. And yeah. uh, <laughs> and, and and they do, but twist. Um, <laughs> so juiced are the Paul twins that <laughs> they can, yeah. with a honk and a neck flex, they can they can snap <laughs> any rope this side of Christendom. <laughs> Ah, oh, the Taylor Lautners of their day. Oh, fuck me. He's always doing that. <laughs> not just with his neck, not just string. But uh, string. I can snap this string. <laughs> All right, mate. Clearly you are the carnies of, of old. And um, and they're very yeah. happy with themselves. And yeah. um, and they don't do it to Kara. They don't even let her flex no, her fuck neck it. muscles. No, um, American woman. She's a... Wait, what do you, why did you just call her Kara? Oh, just an accident. I was, just because we oh, were talking okay, cool. about Kara. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Well, there's a lot of car going around, mate. I don't know what's going on. So <laughs> oh, American hell, woman the key, mate. knows yeah. where they can get some weapons. We're gonna need those, and uh, mm. well, we can definitely trust her. Why would she lie? Well, we were about to kill her. How would they oh, yeah. know about Kara? <laughs> but Ka- Kara's not here. What? No, Kara's not even here. So oh, I'm just doing my fucking the, head in this. The, the, look, look. The, the fact that we tried to hang her means she's. <laughs> we can trust what she's gonna say because Kara isn't even here, and. <laughs> You see, and... you have my gun now. 
um, they go to a medieval strip club. It looks like, and I guess um, so, yeah. deal with a guy who is a stereotype of something. You want Jacques to give you armor, weapons, horses? Yes. Something. And this scene doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It sounds problematic, doesn't it? But it doesn't feel it. I don't know why. Not necessarily. <laughs> it no. seems like there's a fair amount of agency going along. It's certainly yeah. comparatively. Yes. Yes, com- com- comparatively, in the same way that um, just yeah. any strip club <laughs> feels problematic when you yeah, go into ex- it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I don't feel comfortable here. <laughs> but stereotype guy, he wants mm. to place a wager with them. He'll bet everything they have, an American woman, who they don't have, yeah. um, against his weapons. I mean, could yeah. we trade stuff? Then we'd both get something we want. No, oh, but- well, how, how is it you want to bet anyway? Game of strength. Oh, great. This is a shrewd man. Yeah, <laughs> he he will be our antagonist for the film, and uh, I know he's taller than the brothers, but like I'm taller than Tom Hardy. I'm not gonna fucking yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna make any assumptions. All right, short ass. Yeah, Adrian Brody is taller than David Paul. <laughs> and, you know, Adrian Brody put on some muscle for for uh, Predators, but yeah, still not enough. He's gonna- not enough to beat a Paul. Well, He's going to arm pool. wrestle him through a table. Most pools you'll be with minimal fuss, but that the, these pools. No <laughs> I'm, working <chance. laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So um, he's always saying that. So, so yeah, they win, they, they win. And, uh, and immediately start throwing people you around. You can take the weapons, and you get, you you've won. You can take the weapons away immediately. Fantastic. Wait, what? what no, stop. What are you doing? No, <laughs> that they're fighting literally everyone. Yeah, why you, not? You won. You can just you can actually you can actually just should, take oh. the stuff you won. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, so just in, in in this weird like Randian environment, I just thought that <laughs> there's, there's it would no... be really funny if you had lost and then just smashed the place up and took the weapons anyway. But you won. You could stop fighting everyone, but they do, and they don't get any weapons. I just love to fight, yeah. Um, and they do what I do in an RPG, which is kill everyone and then start using stealth <laughs> in case the fuzz come around <laughs> asking questions. They get they get to the princess, but yeah. oh no, your your quest isn't over yet. Uh, you got to get the gem thing, and then you can save me. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, are you sure? Because number one, do we need this gem? Number two, can't we just kill the bad guys? And number three, before we go do this, we're probably going to at least fuck most of the women in this harem. I mean... You've seen these films, right? (laughs) But oh no, Michael Barryman starts whipping the princess on behalf of China, who is... um... (laughs) (laughs) On behalf of China. Don't do it too much, though, because she'll grow big and strong, and then everyone will want one. And we don't have enough whips to go around, says China. That's true. Oh, shit, this is a vicious cycle. We can't we can't trust the slave pits to not produce our destruction anymore in this haunting rendition of um, the late-stage capitalism. <laughs> now I know where David Cameron's coming from. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, he wants to know, where's the gem, and why are all the women in the harem so moist? And uh, she actually tells them for once. It turns out they never yeah. tried just whipping her. Yeah. Yeah. Just not even once. Tell you what, spare the rod, spoil the child. <laughs> they still need weapons. So they go to a cave and fight off the mm. cast of The Howling 2. Yeah. And uh, end up Easily. with some very Saturday morning cartoon weapons. But but uniquely tailored for each of them. And, and <laughs> in, in a way that makes me feel like I'm watching something that's even that, that's in some way good. <laughs> Meanwhile, Michael Berryman and China mm. finally get the ruby. Oh no, oh, no. no, they weren't high enough level to beat the dragon, and dragon got them. Oh god! And immediately the brothers show up. Where is any of this happening? On what time scale? <laughs> Hundred years, mate. 
Oh shit, this dragon seems pretty tough. Oh, they've beaten it. Yeah, not a problem. Not a problem at yeah. all when you're strong. Yeah, and there's China, yeah. the treacherous source. Oh, she's dead. Yeah. Oh well. No. Oh. They're really strong. Yeah, they are very, very right. strong. And uh, don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, they get the ruby. And uh, one mm. brother says to the other, don't you take your eyes off this ruby. Oh, don't you take your eyes off the ruby. Jesus. What do you take me for? I need you to take this ruby. American woman. <laughs> don't take your eyes off the ruby. Don't take your eyes off the ruby. <laughs> take this to Eva. We're going to save Canary. At this stage, the movie gets a bit abstract. But I think what well, happens is that Pierre... PM to BDC yeah. arrives where the gem just was. Yes, with the pr- princess uh, Danning. Yeah, and she she uses the power of the gem, which yeah. is currently with American Woman, and yeah. uses the power that she doesn't have access to right now no. to kill to get PM to BDC to kill her, Princess yes. Danning, and to summon the brothers back right. so that they can fight. PM to BDC. I see, and that turns uh, also turns the ruby into a, a, like a done a stone. Stone for now, for like a bit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for for no reason. <laughs> because yes, American woman delivers mm. the stone, and um, yeah, that uh, it's turned to stone, so that means the princess is dead. Mm. Oh well, that's that then. Yeah, Pack it up, it. boys. <laughs> oh wait, it's a gem again. Oh, oh shit! I really commit. I really committed to. I I really mentally prepared a lot of my moving on process in the few moments that that thing turned out to be stone. <laughs> Always need a contingency. Ah, oh, well. Bring the virgins! We must find yes, an Yes, get the virgins! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking roll hard in this carny tribe. We only have two virgins, <laughs> two virgins left. Yeah. Boris! God's sake. So, you know what these tribes are like. What am I like? Alright, fine. Let's begin the rite. I will stick the stone <laughs> to your belly button and if it stays... Yeah. If it stays, then you are the queen of this tribe. And one of them's like, I knew I should have kept up the flutter kicks. <laughs> I've been doing isometrics for days now, so I feel good. <laughs> and you may feel good, virgin number one, but it doesn't fucking work, does it? You can't keep a ruby <laughs> so, in your tum. Where's the results? So it doesn't work with the two virgins. But hey, let's arbitrarily try it on the women we like the least. The woman we like the least here, like American woman. Well, we may not like her, but we sure don't trust her. So let's do it. <laughs> um, Clara. But if Clara was here, so Clara, who's yeah, Clara? she was. Oh, well, I'll tell you who I Clara, mean Clara is. No, you said Clara. <laughs> Does that? She's bloody Clara, and how you know? Her name oh, badge with Clara, really? the L suddenly falls off. <gasps> <gasps> Hang on a minute, and they check the mark on her neck. Yes, it was her the whole time. Why do we never check these on time? <laughs> yeah, why did we just check by you know, see, like seeing as the two twins are turned up, we might as well check the other person. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh my god. Well. She can't get past the charming <laughs> they're, they're smile. Anything, they're anything but thorough. So the brothers fight the guards yep. and uh, win. Obviously win Nixon's immediately. So strong. And then they fight. At this stage, they fight PM to BBC, yep. who it is worth pointing out has been named for Peter Capaldi, Michael Douglas, and, um, David, Bowie. and David Bowie. So yeah, they win. They, 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 he does better than you'd think <laughs> based on that. But yeah, he, they, does, he does all right. He does all right, yeah. but they run him through. And yeah. Yeah. The Carnies are finally free to be happy and mostly defenseless again. But what's that? Yeah. An annoying sound on the wind. Our beefy heroes return. Yay! Yay! Then the two men demonstrate how terrifyingly undeveloped, underdeveloped their minds are. Um, obsessing over a weird rock with a stick. Having grown up in a yeah. slave pit <laughs> and a chill 80s ballad plays over the credits. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Good. I like the bridge better. Ruby doll, you've got me in a 
Which is how does it go again? I don't know. Ruby. <laughs> it's there's something Goodbye, about a ruby and it's, it's fucking ruby sublime. Tuesday, ruby. <laughs> ruby Clara. Who's Clara? Oh, yeah, so that was fun. <laughs> it was very fun. Um I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. I got, from the the first moment, uh I I I was quite I found it really charming and I was curious yes. to see where it was going to go because the opening scene is great. Oh for my a, god, it's an epic. Yeah, for a, it never matches that. It never no. matches something as ambitious and crazy as that. No, but, but it the the caravan chase. Yeah, but we'll, we will go into it in the quick fires, I imagine. Oh yeah. I've got oh plenty. yeah. I have four. I, I, yeah, I think the majority of my quick fires are just from that opening scene. Uh, <laughs> And 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 then it goes fully yeah. into nonsense mode. I think when the twins are reunited and they start their wonderful back and forth. Yeah. Um, well, that's when we start remaking Conan the Barbarian. Yes. And we just make that movie again. Yeah, but with two people, um, with 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 no guile <laughs> whatsoever. There is no pretense to yeah. either of them. Um, yeah. And it's it's. When they first started talking to each other, I thought, oh, this is where it's going to get to awkward because they're they're not clearly not good actors. Um, but, yeah. but their opening scene together really just uh, um, did not hint at just how thoroughly charmed <laughs> I was going to remain for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Well, the thing is, because they're such bad actors, yeah. but are also brothers, yeah. they have a really good chemistry with each yeah. other and immediately abandon any context of we've grown up without knowing each other. You yeah. know, we're unsure of the world around yeah. us and they just act like two somewhat charming douchebags who yeah. spend too much time at the gym and you know have a lot of fun and are used to doing so and it just yeah it's kind of charming and you can't help but compare to i was yeah just exactly i was gonna say this yeah what's the movie called <laughs> i've forgotten twin dragon encounter no i was gonna figure the other one <laughs> there's two things you can't oh. compare, help but compare to what was the um oh, roger corman yes death stalker you can't help but compare to both really yeah, um, but yeah. yes, Deathstalker did come to mind. Um, and I know, you know, we yes. want to tread lightly because, of course, that was recommended and we're very grateful it was. It was a very interesting film and a lot of fun in its own right. But I will say I was very relieved that the sexual... I mean, the sexual politics in this movie are still Looney Tunes. But if my mm. options are two male adolescent fantasies, one in which female consent doesn't matter and is, in fact, often portrayed as being gleefully taken away, and then the other in which women are just up for it all the time, regardless mm. of context. I'll take the latter. It's more cheesy yeah. and lighthearted. Yes. <laughs> um, it, it makes for a sillier, a sillier yeah. time. And the, the, the fact <laughs> the of the, the fact of them... was really interesting. Sorry. Yes. I, actually, that's, it's, that's one of my quick fires because I wrote mm. that it didn't seem... like I, As they went into it, I thought, oh, this is going to be exploitative. And yep. then it felt like... No, it actually felt like it was a natural part of their society. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was just a thing. Even though there was a woman dancing and there were 20 men just trying to grab her, like, on yeah. the stage. Uh, it, it's still... Maybe because she didn't have her knockers out. And maybe because I only <laughs> maybe counted... Maybe she wasn't chained to a wall as well. Like, I didn't get yeah. slave vibes from her. I got sex worker yeah. vibes, which yeah. is... Yeah, significantly... Better her choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It could um, be her choice. Maybe it's not, but yeah. it's not implicitly. To- we're not implicitly told in the yeah. movie that it's not her choice, which yeah, you know, is better. Uh, <laughs> and and I really do think this this fits in with my comparison to Twin Dragon Encounter. Oh because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're still 
they're still jocks, you know. They're, yeah. they're meat. They're meatheads. They yeah. are juiced yeah. to the fucking eyeballs. And oh my god! Yeah, they 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 look like um, uh, Joel Schumacher era Bane. But, <laughs> well, I hope. Bigger. I heard them described and, as looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but with Corey Feldman's head, because they have these very <laughs> yeah, youthful kind good. of young guy vo- uh, mm. faces. That's that's a really good that's a really good comparison. But um, <laughs> but at the same time, there's this humor there. You know, they're meatheads, but they're bickering and throwing tantrums yeah. like kids. So they love themselves, but it's on a real simple level. So it ends up being charming. And the difference between that and the Twin Dragons is essentially. <laughs> They are willing to look stupid and have fun, exactly. whereas the Twin Dragon encounters all about the weekend warriors and how like yeah. how they compare themselves to other guys being weak and not into true martial arts. Whereas the yeah. the the totals are uh, just look how big we are. Yeah, we don't need Isn't like no fun? one else even factors into it. Yeah, <laughs> look what I can do with my arms. But never mind that. Let's fucking party! And yeah. like everyone's welcome. Let's all get in on this. And it's dumb, but it's inclusive yeah. as opposed to the Matt and Marvis, which feel like a smear. They, they 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 really do feel like incels, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we're gonna teach everyone a lesson. Whoever disrespected yeah. us, we're fucking nice guys, and we're gonna kick anyone. Yeah, kick anyone. These want. guys are just gonna jump over a tree because they wanna. It's yeah, and I, and I heard stories about um <laughs> like like one of them I can't remember which one like in their fifties was just hanging around Portland like campus college campus mm. and just yes just, I saw like, this. Yeah, and and just hanging around and making a fool of himself and just generally being a, a campus curio. Yeah, um, and Portland. Ooh. Was it Portland? We have contacts in Portland. I wonder if either Jennifer Sones or Jennifer Sones knows anything yeah. of the Pauls. I'd be surprised. I would be surprised <laughs> if the Pauls frequented some of the uh, sort of weirder indie cinemas. Mm. Um, the same hip joints that those two cool cats yeah. obviously frequent. Oh fuck yeah! But you never know. Yeah. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out from both <laughs> if they have any experience <laughs> at the pools. <laughs> uh, to clarify, uh, David and P- um, Peter Paul, not us yeah. Pauls, because obviously they no. do. And if they deny obviously. it, they'll be liars. Life changing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Groundbreaking, life changing status. There's quiet. not a lot more to talk about here, but it's very interesting for me to compare. You know, Deathstalkers with Roger Corman, and then this is Canon. So you've got two great legendary schlock Campen, more like. <laughs> Going after the same thing, both trying to make a Conan movie, yeah, um, to cash in on Conan, <laughs> both failing, and, it's, and and failing to make anything like Conan. But nevertheless, it's really interesting to see where they both prioritize and how they both what go about it. Um, mm. Because obviously, you know, director's vision comes into it as well, and this is a Regia Diodato movie, which you mm. know he is a very interesting guy in and of himself. You know, Cannibal Holocaust is a very interesting fucking movie mm. that people discuss and various sometimes perhaps too lofty terms for what it is but yeah he's an exploitation film director and he knows how to give people what they want and i think this film does constitute yeah. a fair amount of that cannibal holocaust is to to me probably the most mm. notorious horror movie yeah. i've ever heard of i've never yeah. seen it but like as far as reputations go it is yeah it has pole position yeah absolutely it has a it's a very sort of shocking kind of um you know, problematic movie that both mm. has interesting fucking things to say, I guess, about imperialism. Um, okay. And it, because it really does portray the white characters who go out to film the tribes who are supposed cannibals as really provoking them and, you know, being the authors mm. of their own fate. And yet it's also very much look at these savages and the things they do, Ooh. you know, 
So, yeah, exactly. And there is yeah. actual real animal cruelty in there, which, yeah, it's it's a very yeah. notorious film for, you know, mm. correct reasons. Um, yeah. Because most of his other stuff, I've seen some other things by him. And mm. in general, it's not that much like that. <laughs> they tend to be a much more lighthearted, silly oh. affair. And there is still there is still real camp moments to Cannibal Holocaust. My God, if I could play you the theme that he uses every time we cut to New York, it's the funniest yeah, right. shit. Anyway, um, God. I mean that's all I'm. That's the most I'm ever going to know about the movie because fair enough. You're yeah, <laughs> genuinely never going to be able to make me watch this. Fair enough. That's absolutely fair. Um, it's just oh, I fucking love Italian horror movies. Um, <clears throat> and I like. I did this notice. Too. That, this sorry, that there was like a John Watson in the middle of all the credits as well, and I was just curious as to what Italian <laughs> man that would be. <laughs> Luigi. Diodato. <laughs> Luigi oh, Giuseppe Mariano. <laughs> the most racist man against his own race. <laughs> You've made this old Italian stereotype very happy. No, don't. <laughs> I am, I know it, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. We're we're way off topic. Let's uh let's quick fire this wonderful, wonderful dumb movie. <laughs> quick fire. Yeah. My first one's just Eva LaRue. What a great name <laughs> to say out loud. What a great name to say out loud. And, and I've got to say, Eva LaRue it, like, is incredibly charming. Was she an American lady. woman? Um, yes. Yeah, she was great. I really she enjoyed was. her. She had this great it, the freeze frame at the end of just these two idiots. Yeah. One of them staring at a stick <laughs> and the other like really happy to have the reins. And yeah. just Eva LaRue in the middle giving like the most, the most genuine smile you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. She was, yeah, she was very you good. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> very charming. Yeah. Um, the the opening shot it's it's you know credits and then what looks like an oil painting yes suddenly comes to life and the mm. camera pans onto this field where this huge opening uh, well yeah this battlefield sorry with the with the uh, the voiceover yeah yeah it was just a really interesting transition and then it's Wasn't intercut it? with these shots of these shots of nomadic life the tri you know juggling and doing yeah. firepoy and um, talking about the year they spent in Reykjavik. And, yeah. and, and and there's this succession of quick cuts that go along with um, a, a particular thing in the monologue. It's all really yeah. interesting, and I immediately yeah, yeah. just it immediately got me off. Got me got me off. It Im- got you I off. came I came everywhere, <laughs> and then I said, okay, but we're going to have to rewind because that was a very interesting opening she- scene. <laughs> um, I loved also in that opening credits that the credits are scrolling and it's all very cheesy, and then mm. Globus and Golem's names show up, and the names like <laughs> zoom in and get bigger. <laughs> Very funny. Action, God action, bless. Action. God bless those guys. God bless those bastards. <laughs> Are we getting into the caravan chase? Yeah, the caravan chase. Beginning Let's do with it. the menagerie on on show, mm. the, the these carnies travelling. The kids seem to have this game where they're jumping out the back of one of the carriages and then running mm. around to the the other end of it, um, which yeah. I really loved as a detail. And and, <laughs> and then just getting to the like the face paint. Someone yeah. practicing axe throwing with a woman strapped to a board on a cart that is moving. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Just it's great. Just such cool detail. It really is. Yeah, it really sets up a good like impression of these people before the action even starts. Um, yeah. And then the attack starts. And one of the first things that happens is that the guy who was throwing knives into a thing earlier throws a bunch of knives. First knife into the shield. Second knife into yeah. the shield. Third knife into the guy's fucking neck. Yeah, and he's just and because you've had the sound effect and you've seen knives f- hammering into a shield, you don't yeah. need to see the knife go in. You, your brain stitches together the elements it's been taught so far of yeah. the impact of knives yeah. on shield and the lovely sound effect, a sort of splodge, 
um, yeah. and it stitches together so that you think you've seen it. And yeah, yeah that's great. Really, oh. really good directing. And more for him for not knowing the rule of three in ancient nomad times. <laughs> He's it. out, right? Yeah. Oh, let's lower this life-saving shield. Um, Where did you learn to count? <laughs> I, I love the design of some of the bad guys, which I, it was a shame oh, we didn't yeah. really see more of them later, because one of them yes. had this like horrible stretched, shredded mouth and... It looked like oh, the yeah, you know, were... the Neo thing in, in, in his interrogation with the agents. Um, yeah, that's and you, right. And you could see it wobbling in, in the in the breeze when he moved his head. <laughs> no, just when he moved his head. And, oh, it was gross. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. So, someone had like a melted top half of the face that went down over one eye. Yeah. Um, yep. God, it, really, really cool visuals and, and prosthetics. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they were just left over from other movies and, <laughs> and they thought, <laughs> fuck it, why not? Um, well, fuck but it, why not? It, it, it looked great, and I just wish there'd been more of those people. And if if they'd have yeah. been, if they would have been like horsemen, mm. or, you know, like uh, what's the word, like generals to PMDB, yeah, C, PMDB DC, PMDB DC. Sorry, I apologise. My favourite collection of things that we've ever done that that name. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my favourite sounds now, and I will for the rest of my possibly life just occasionally say to myself PMDB DC. D- <laughs> No reason why not, Paul. Can we start a network with that? As it's um, PM... just tuning in to tune in to PM to BDC <laughs> all night, all naked. <laughs> That's what it stands for. You can Ow. check out our updates on <laughs> on our quarterly PM to BD dot zine. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, okay, still in this chase. Someone gets yeah. hit near the front mm. of there. I think he's uh, steering the cart, mm. and uh, I don't know words steering. He um he yeah. gets hit on the head I think and he falls off the cart and like below the fucking thing and it's like John yeah. it's like stagecoach who directed stagecoach why am I my brain John, John West it's John Wick and John West one of them does salmon the other does shooting mm. and uh, they've teamed up to um legendary fucking film director one of the most famous ones on earth made the searchers John woo it's all my brain woo <laughs> Jesus Waters. this is genuinely fucking scary mate. I'd be more concerned about your other personality flaws. Oh, you do your next one. I'll find out who the fuck directed The Searchers, one of the classics <laughs> of American Great. cinema. Look fuck forward me. to you yelling it out in the middle of my next point. So Excellent. John Ford. John Ford. Fuck. There we go. Um, Mr. Automobile himself. <laughs> the there were, Yeah, there were plenty of stunts pulled in this Mad Max Fury Road yeah. style action scene. Um, the... the the fact they had a, a fucking field to film it in with yeah. you know, with a mountain range where they could achieve a long shot of horses charging. There were three That's horses, Italy. but it looked great. Okay. Yeah. Wow, Italy's lovely, I must say. <laughs> Italy's lovely. I love it. Um, yeah, and, and yeah. there were stunts, people getting knocked off of horses. Yeah, yeah. One guy jumps off of the carriage onto a horse to pull a rider off. Yes, that was amazing. I yeah. had that. That and was really ho- genuinely good. <laughs> Because it was awkward. That's the thing yeah. is it wasn't yeah. smooth. He went yeah. to do it and then he like kind of fell a bit. And it's like, yeah. Jesus, that looks rough and real. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Didn't didn't need to be perfect. I'm glad they didn't um, spend any more time Better doing for it. not being. Yeah. It, it really um, sells that it's that it's real. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, that's all right. Um, or stunts, Paul. They had or stunts. They had or stunts. Yeah. Absolutely. Which, which is to say for anyone who <laughs> who isn't me, horse stunts. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what you meant. All, so, all stunts. There's a bit where they have a weird crossbow thing that yeah. shoots out a bow, which then like unfolds. It, it, the bolt unfolds and then trips up two horses coming up behind it. And that's... Yeah. And the horses yeah, fall. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, it looked you good. You hope safely. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, they get up after that, so you have to assume they weren't shot immediately after the uh, the, the, the <laughs> by, filming. By Maggio Diodato himself. Yeah. <laughs> Hacked to death of a machete. Cinema verite. Wait, <laughs> are you a disgruntled northern man? Is from the stash No, I'm famous Italian horror movie director, Maggio <laughs> Diodato. Uh, it's true, it does sound pretty convincing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone gets his, his uh, fire blown in his face and he falls on the floor and there's a close-up of his face and it looks burnt. Oh, yeah. It looks like charred <laughs> black. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. This is a good opening scene. It's a good opening scene. Okay, so just the, the last one. It's just the costume design of the characters because yeah. it, like, it was very silly and out there, but uh, mm-hmm. like thought went into these... Well, either thought went into making these people <laughs> dress differently and adorn themselves with their own personal trinkets, or they just found whatever shit they could and said, wear this. And <laughs> but it, but to me, it gave the impression that they were individuals with desires yes. and wants and needs, and yeah. I really wasn't expecting that. Yeah, no, they, maybe they did pillage the sort of armories of better movies and their sort of costume departments, but nevertheless, it came together very well and convincingly, yeah. I think. Box of Manam Golem's victims. <laughs> He goes out and murders incredibly weirdly dressed Italian people <laughs> for his movies. Oh, it's like Deerskin. Bloody Italy. Excellent film I haven't talked about yet. <laughs> Slave-powered tilting throne. How about that? Oh, wait. PM to BDC. He um, yeah. stayed at home. It's great. He's he's on a throne that's like, it's not lifted up by slaves. It's on like a pivot, but the slaves need to like <laughs> center it. And it's lovely because it's so arbitrary. Like, why not just support this a bit better? And then you wouldn't need yeah. the slaves under there. But yeah, it was yeah. it was fun. It sounds fun. <laughs> um, just the use of sets in general. Yeah. Paul. Necessity breeds invention. Yeah. But um, some of the sets really look great. And yeah. like I believed that this was some like horrible villainous commune yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know in this yeah. uh, like at the foot at the base of a mountain and it was grimy and there was one set when they were later in the abstract mm. phase when they were just walking through this f- sort of spooky forest yeah and there are a couple of shots that suggested that the set was huge yeah yeah and, and there's a lot of depth there. that's what they do just, that's what these guys do they, they make cheap movies and make them look expensive and it's actually quite impressive and my next one yeah. is that I actually found myself getting quite excited about the fight between the two brothers. The set was interesting. It was yeah. this trench that's defined by yeah. cages where people are like reaching through. Um, and the mm. two guys are getting like psyched up and they're, there's like, it, it felt like gladiator a little bit. Like I was genuinely yeah. getting a sense of anticipation yeah. to it. You know, and he's doing his little twirly sword business and, you know, the fight itself is yeah. fine. Um, probably the bit that really got me was when at some random uh, spectator gets his hand cut off. Yeah. Which was great that during was the fight. Great. That was really good. But yeah. Yeah, he just... looks surprised for just a second before he starts screaming. <laughs> it's very fun. Yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. The the line... Uh... For his disobedience, Kuchek was systematically punished by a giant in a black helmet. <laughs> and Gore... By a giant in a brass helmet. Yeah. Because taken out of context, that's wild. But um, <laughs> it's like each of them were whipped by a, a yeah. giant man wearing a different helmet. And it's yeah. just such a silly, brilliant line. It's Said very sincerely. good. It's great. Oh, and speaking of silly lines, I really enjoyed. Suppose you tell me what you're doing with my face. <laughs> very good. Yeah, very good. <laughs> oh, uh, another set bit of set here when they come across the, uh, the carnies of old. And one of the carts is upturned and covered in moss. Again, mm. looked looked good. Tell, good told you a lot about what yeah. happened. Yeah, love mm. that. 
Um, yeah. There is a bit where one of the brothers is just carrying a woman, and he has her sort of over his shoulder yeah. with one arm, and she must yeah. be super fucking fit as well because she was like stiff as a board. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's ca- yeah because then he like, carries her like arms outstretched right above his head. Yeah, and, and then he puts her down with one hand like yeah. between her legs, and she is just like yeah. a log, and <laughs> he just lays yeah. her down like Jesus. That's a lot of strength. Yeah, she feature. must be a dancer or a gymnast because yeah, that, exactly. That I thought gymnast is also incredible strength. Yeah, <laughs> but bloody hell, he picks that woman up. Yeah, like, like she's nothing, and they do this many times throughout the movie. Just pick people up like, as, <laughs> as though they are nothing. Love it. Um, so one bit, I can't. I can't remember who it is, but someone is taunting them and calls calls them fatty. And, yeah. Uh, one, one um, of them t- they they turn to each other. The head carny guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one of the pools turns to their twin and goes, "Stay where you are, fatty. Fatty. Me. You. <laughs> yeah, definitely you. <laughs> great timing. Great delivery. Love that." And he calls the guy Mooseface, and then his reaction to that is very fun. Yeah. Um, now look, I don't look. I don't know if look. I don't look. I don't oh, okay. look. I don't. Uh, I don't know right. what Reggio Diodato wanted us to get out of this, but I found the scene where they're about to be discovered by a guard, and so one of them has the idea to cover themselves <laughs> and disguise themselves by kissing the other. Yes. I don't know if that was meant to be a sort of uh, sort of moment, but I really yeah. found it very charming. First of all, it's really dumb that he yeah. would think that would make them less conspicuous, <laughs> yeah. and that <laughs> that oh, they were fuck. up that they were up for doing it is fairly self-deprecating. Well, well, I say self-deprecating, yeah. but like if it's counterintuitive, yeah, I'd feel like these guys wouldn't be up for that, but they did it, and yes. it was very funny. Yeah, yeah, I just found it to be a really charming moment, and because. Yeah, the one of them, the one who's being kissed, yeah. is resisting with his eyes open the whole time, <laughs> and we cut, we get a close up of the other one, who is also eyes wide open, and he does a very exaggerated wink while still kissing him, <laughs> and it's and the guard genuinely so looks good. over at these two massive beefy men kissing, and it's just like, hmm. but I heard something <laughs> suspicious, guess I was wrong, and he turns away. Yeah. Oh fuck, this is a paradise. <laughs> oh my god, oh my we, god. we got PM to BDC wrong, everyone. <laughs> He's he all the hoping, best bits of those three men. Not the worst. <laughs> He's not some hideous fly-like aberration. So I'm I'm a little bit behind you. Um, I sure. the the honking and snapping of the noose with their necks pull. Yeah, it, my like, god. That and the the honking is incredible because mm. after like initially my reaction was what the fuck is this? This is weird. And yeah. and then like and, and oh god, this is this. I don't know if this is awkward or not. And then I just fucking loved it, Paul. Yeah. And 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 when they snap, <laughs> they snap the noose. The first one falls down, yeah. smashes into the ground, and laughs madly like a maniac. <laughs> yes. And then he and then he honks again whilst they're both laughing, and he smiles and he looks so fucking pleased with himself. Yeah. I just wanted to hug him. <laughs> Because he looks like he's doing exactly what he wants to do. (laughs) He's living his best life. Yeah. Oh, my God. Christ. There's something very weirdly innocent about them, or at least the way that they're being portrayed here and being played. The way that one of the brothers, when they're in the harem, he keeps going to kiss various women. It just seems very... It doesn't seem gross or scary. It just seems very silly of him. And the other brother's just Mm. like, quit it. 
cut it out. <laughs> Come this way. Yeah. And like when they find two women, God, the Corey Feldman thing is very apt because when they find a uh, like a, an orgy going on, the only time you see boobs in the um mm-hmm. in the face, yeah. there's an orgy going on in a tent, and they they look in and just make weird braying noises. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone looks kind of confused until yeah. the other brother leads him away. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so confusing and hypnotic, the way they interact with the world. And in that orgy, yeah. everyone's laughing. And, and, yes. And, and then everyone. it pans away, and there's a guy just watching, also laughing. <laughs> and it can't... Yeah. Like, there's no... It would be wild if they started getting into the, <laughs> the Deathstalker, like, it just Conan-style yeah. non-consensual stuff. It'd be yeah. so weird, but oh god! Thank Christ they didn't. Um, yeah, the arm wrestle with um, stereotypical mm. something man. There's yes, the, this guy has a snake that is right near. Um, oh yeah, their their hands, and if the Paul mm. brother loses, his hand would go towards the snake, and he's like, "Hey, buddy, you want to control your snake or something?" I don't know if he calls him <laughs> buddy, but um, yeah, probably does. Hey, dude, <laughs> control your snake, and and hey, bro. and and. The guy's like, come on, stop being a, a wuss. And the yeah. fucking Paul just hisses at the fucking snake and then wins <laughs> the arm wrestle so hard, he smashes the table. And then that's when they just start picking people up and throwing them around. Yeah, throwing them around. And it was hysteria for me. This scene happened in a Manahum Glo- uh, uh, Globus movie. Mm. Oh, wait, Manahum Golem and mm. Yoram Globus. This happened in their movie the same year they made the Sly Stallone arm wrestling movie. Oh, so fuck. <laughs> well, there we go. That, Jesus Christ! It's like our D and D roulette thing for our Patreon. <laughs> Spawning Quest Fantastic. I'm not saying that yeah. the arm wrestling movie is the Quest Fantastic. <laughs> I think it's idea. probably the other way around. He saw this scene in this movie and was like, "Hang on a minute, I've got a great idea." And six months later, there's a movie out. <laughs> Seven days later, <laughs> through many composite shots. After the orgy uh, that they have, mm. presumably with all the girls in the harem, who are explained as being sex-starved because their cruel and horrible overlord hasn't been sleeping with them since he got the princess. Which, again, is just such an adolescent boy kind yeah. of thing. The slave oh, women God. are sex-starved. And, yeah, it's it's anyway, <sighs> they have sex with both brothers. But then the reveal of them in the next scene is that one of the brothers is now having to be moved around in a cart yeah. covered by yeah. a blanket, presumably because he's just fucked himself out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just very charming. Oh, it, it really is. The um, So they come across a tomb which looks really cool, I think, and then they all get yeah. the special bits of armour. And and one of them has this, like, pauldron, you know, like a, the mm. sleeve armour on just one yeah. on one arm. And it's Bright gold, yeah. and they all have these yeah. golden adornments. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's just such a cool addition. It felt like a toy. Yeah, and yes, it did. And Evil Aru it felt like has the bits you could put onto the toy. Yeah, yes, Evil Aru graft these bits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Evil Aru has this like golden, like is it like a tiara or oh, something? Yeah. And, and doesn't like... she get a really cool bow, but never yeah. doesn't use it? Yeah, I can't... Oh. that's why she's a queen. Doesn't need to. But yeah, just just really cool set and another cool addition to the yeah, armor. It really is. Um, okay, so the guy who gets described as Mooseface, the king yeah. of the Carnies, he has a he, he has a few great moments of his sort of face and sort of look, yeah. but he has a great line as well, where he needs to find out who this princess is. 
and just says, Hold her still and uncover her belly. But husband... Be quiet. His wife then just says, But husband. <laughs> it's just as a combo. It's very good. Yeah. That's greedy. Quiet wife. <laughs> wife. Again, that's Weeble, not Borat. Um, yeah, it's, it's always Weeble. It's, it's hard to do the, the northern wife and not sound like you're just badly going my wife. <laughs> Listeners at home, I could do my wife if I want. I'm trying to. I'm trying to go wife. I'm trying to do Weeble. Yeah. I mean, fuck off. Can we reschedule? <laughs> oh fuck. She's pissed herself again. Um. I. I. I okay. There's. There's a like a, a crocodile. Thi- <laughs> there's a crocodile thing, like a croconator, and they yes. they have to fight it, and it just it's moving around, and then it just hard cuts to the twins stabbing it in the belly underneath it and getting covered in dark green goop and it does it twice yeah. in a row and it was very very uh uh yeah. very surprising it's great <laughs> when malcolm uh, when malcolm tucker when pm to bdc uh stabs the mm. queen he it's, it's a great moment it, it felt very avant-garde um because yeah. he looks the it's it's the the pictures refracting with um the queen's mm. tricks and he looks distraught yeah. and um mm. and the queen drops in this red lens she sort yeah. of drops to the floor um, mm. Yeah, that was a really interesting moment. It made yeah. me go, well, I wonder why <laughs> and who. But uh, also, yeah, mm. obviously, hurry, bring all the virgins is, is a great line. <laughs> um, and then when there are only two, Nell went, oh, there are only two. And then the guy, the the carny leader went, only two. And then um, and then one of someone else. Very Monty Python when you put it that, like that. Yeah. Only two. Oh, and, no. and, and then someone else goes, only two. In the whole tribe. In the whole tribe. <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> um, I love that. <laughs> and, and, and at the end, when they realise that, yeah, Kara Evelaru is the queen, um, yeah. they lift her up and they're all chanting and she grins and she just sticks her fist in the air like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> I made it! <laughs> yeah. Oh, baby, um, I know what that's worth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the queen now. My name's Kara. <laughs> she... Um, and, and very much in that in that vein, um, whilst they're celebrating yeah. the queen, there's then a hard cut to the twins running through shallow water, and it's just very silly. Again, it's a Monty yeah. Python style, like Sir Galahad. Yeah. No, who's La- it's Lancelot, isn't it? Running towards the the mm. castle. Yeah, it's that. Um, yeah. And and then final, my final one. Um, I got very excited by this, Paul, when Malcolm Tucker levels his crossbow at the twins at the end, mm. and they each lower their swords and stood tall. I thought what they were gonna do was fucking bounce a quarrel off of their pecs. Uh, as mm. a, uh, when actually, you know, what happened was the crossbow jammed and they threw their swords at him. But the fact that I expected that tells you what kind of film this was. And I respect yeah. that. I fucking respect that to the end of the days, mate. End of the days. <laughs> end of all of the days. End yeah. of days starring Arnold Schwarzenegger is how, I, how much I respect that. And I can't wait. I think my final point is just mm. the premise... I really like the central idea that the Carnies are actually blessed in this world. These <laughs> performers and sort of conjurers of cheap tricks mm. and sort of silly cheap guys tricks. who do songs and music. And the whole yeah. tension of the movie is that this tribe might lose its way and dissipate. And yeah. that that mustn't happen because then this the, the, the hope of this world would be lost. And I don't know, it just yeah. felt... It's very sweet, very good-natured, and it also just feels kind of appropriate for Globus and Golem. You know, yeah. that... 
they are these hucksters, you know, these cheap movie makers who nevertheless just travel through the world protected from the injustices of it. Yeah. Making silly movies um, that entertain people. And that, uh, I like that. That's very charming. That's beautiful. I think so. I think I might be beautiful. But I tell but you, you know who else is beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> ah, My I'm apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> Can you can you stop paying me finally? <laughs> this would be like Men in Black one day. I just hand you the Neuralizer. <laughs> I got a I got about 150 memories of Adam Sandler that I just don't want made. <laughs> and then <laughs> and you go off oh, and do well, your hit podcast with Linda Fiorentino. <laughs> what happened is I blast the Neuralizer and then uh, you go, oh, where am I? And you go, Good news, Paul. That's your name, by the way. I've got a copy of Batman <laughs> vs oh. Superman: Dawn of Justice Extended Edition. We're Batman gonna start and a Superman. podcast. I don't know my name, but I know who those are. <laughs> oh boy, I love podcasts. Yeah, and I'm the host. Tell you out. Tell you who else I know who the, who those are <laughs> is uh... said OG team. <laughs> um, OG team. <laughs> uh, what Wilkinson. you looking at, OG team? <laughs> rap heroes, and also rap hero Stuart Watkinson said this was one of my favourite films as a kid. Oh now, fuck yeah! Now, what was good? I'm going uh, off my memory. I might watch it again and then comment again. But eight-year-old me loved the, cost- the costumes and set design, the yep. big monster thing they attack from underneath, the croconator. Oh, uh, yeah. And the honking noise the bros made. Yeah. No, Absolutely. this would be great for a teenager, I think, or just a kid. It would just, yeah, it would yeah. really resonate, I think. It just hit that yeah. little sword and fantasy kind of thing. Yes. Brilliant. E- e- exactly. Yeah. Um and Jim Newlin gets in touch to mm. say, this looks like the kind of silly bullshit I usually suggest to the pools, but secretly <laughs> think is awesome. And honestly, yeah. Jem, I think you will love this. So Yeah, honestly. Uh, holy you've shit. You've got to watch it, mate. It's so good. Oh, boy. So stupid. Okay, moving over <laughs> to Twitter. Starling, Uh-oh. it's Starling Girl. That's Beck from Roll Plus Heart. You should check it out. Fuck yeah. Uh, said... I haven't seen it, and I thought I might spend my afternoon watching it, but I have to be honest, I'm too scared of these men's bulging pectorals to watch them on screen for an hour and 27 minutes. First I... off, um, mm. you know, you don't see them for the first five to ten minutes. The credit yeah. sequence, credits are about three minutes. But also, I understand why you'd be scared of the pectorals, given um, yeah. everything else that we've covered and, and what um, mm. cinema culture would tell you. However, it's not that. It's, it's better. Yeah. No, exactly. It, it, I also thought that. I saw the poster for this movie, and I was like, oh, no. But yeah. no, it's 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 as cheesy as it looks. Like I thought you've it was going to be this, like yeah. a trashy fantasy novel from the from the fifties. I thought it was going to be like Chad and Brad Barbarian. Uh, yeah, like it, I thought Fucking it was going to have the same. Glory. Yeah, I thought it was going to have the same obnoxious overtones as um, the Jason Momoa um, right. Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, but Ugh. but it but it was more like the fantasy novel series that um, Big Braden is writing in the Greasy Strangler. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's high fantasy, a highly yeah. relatable um, yeah. comparison for folk. And finally, moving over to mm. Meta. Uh oh, may it never rain ever. Ellen Graham says them pecs look pretty yeah. good. And but what did she think about the movie? True. Can't can't tell you, mate. <laughs> well, thanks, Ellen. It's always it's always <laughs> glad. It was nice to hear. Yeah. Excellent. We've been working out. <laughs> Together. It's been difficult, <laughs> hard to arrange, but it's been fun. Um, Yeah, that'll just yeah. about do it, I think, for The Barbarians, which yeah. I think it's going to be a recommend from the pool. I think so. It's, it's a lot of fun. I do have yeah. a one better thing. I'll... The one better thing. 
the one better thing. Last Christmas, I went for a big adventure movie kick. I wanted to see mm. as many adventure movies as I could. And that included watching The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, 1958 okay. movie directed by Nathan H. Duran, but is mm-hmm. you know commonly known as a... Um, a Ray Harryhausen movie because he did mm. all of the sort of he directed all of the animation sequences and okay. oh it's a lot of fun it's like this it's kind of sword and sandal kind of fantasy stuff with big monsters mm. that are all done in claymation big um, monster pig monsters are in here and it's it's just yeah it's got that sense of wonder and excitement and mm. magic and yeah I really enjoyed it I had missed it the only Ray Harryhausen movies I'd seen as a kid were um, Clash of the Titans and Jason and the Argonauts mm. but. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the second okay. voyage of Sinbad. Lovely. Yeah. I'll, I'll recommend this. Oh, okay. And that's yeah. the one better thing. Yeah. And also the same thing. Yay. The one better thing. Paul, how can people find out about this thing? Yay. Um, they can find out about <laughs> this thing by going on to these things. Twitter and Facebook at OGTPod. Uh, send us an email at gmail at OGTPod at gmail.com thing. Uh, we have a Patreon where for as little as a dollar a month you get access to hundreds, nay hundreds and hundreds of hours of content such as Paul's pitches. Um, got another one of those in the works uh, when we can... Oh, where, it's getting there. Yeah, I'm doing it bit by bit whenever I don't feel on the verge of having a mental breakdown. Um, <laughs> I wait for that feeling. So mine is, <laughs> That's mine when is the very good edgy. Comes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be so many edges you'll be constantly falling. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, for as little as a dollar a month. Thank you so much to all of our patrons who are amazing. And we have a TTRPG D&D podcast uh, called Quest Fantastic. We have a Titty RPG. Yeah. We we have. Yeah, that's what TTRPG is. Titties. (laughs) Really, really proportioned girth. Uh, Dicks. We have that. The N is... Dicks and Dongs. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm Paul Dicks and Dongs. Sorry, it's a more to your promotion. Sorry. Now, fuck it. I'm. <laughs> now, fuck it. It's perfect. Absolutely perfect. I'm. <laughs> I'm Titty's really proportioned girth. Really proportioned Goodman. Oh, there you go. Really Just proportioned Goodman. King of improv. <laughs> Remember, the one good thing about the barbarians is. um. Oh, it's definitely PDTP. Oh, no. I fucked it up because I had TTRPG in my head. It's gone, the magic is lost from this world. Oh no, and it's the end of the episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.